Hey everyone, what's up? It's your girl Nakia and welcome to the Fearless Kia Podcast. Hey everyone, what's up? It's your girl Fearless Kia. Welcome to another Fearless Friday. So this week's lesson of the week is going to come from our guest for today's show. She recently wrote a blog post titled, Just Because It Isn't Easy Doesn't Mean It Isn't For You. She states, it's so important that we recondition ourselves to know that going through a process is not the deciding factor in our destiny. Perspective and commitment to not give up is the deciding factor in receiving what is meant for you. So from this point forward, manage your thoughts to know that giving more of yourself than expected and experiencing hardships in your journey is a part of the preparation required to get you to receive everything that is meant for you. Give 100% to every goal and exhaust every option before you cop out and give up on yourself. You deserve to see it through. A message, a scripture, a read by today's guest, okay? Because that was, let me tell y'all, when I read that this week, I was like, yes, I needed this. So I think that she gave us the lesson this week that I wanted to share with you guys just because it isn't easy doesn't mean it isn't for you and with that being said we'll get into this week's guest so this week's guest is an Atlanta native and Hampton University grad who balances her full-time job at CBS Interactive while running her own lifestyle brand Spike Spin committed to reshaping wellness through hip-hop cycling education and inspiration she has been featured in publications such as essence.com XO Nicole, Undefeated ESPN, 2190, Strivers Row, and partnered with Verizon, Body Armor, and, and I hope I don't butcher this, Tele Blanc? Tali Blanc. Tali Blanc. Let me get it right, y'all. Tali Blanc. Um, she has also partnered with her sister friend, Daniqua Williams of Lip Brooklyn, to create cornrows and cocktails, a safe space for men and women to converse and celebrate the magic of black women. She is a wellness advocate, speaker, I mean, everything in her life is spiked, you guys, okay? It's a pleasure to welcome to the Fearless Kia podcast, Brianna Owens. Wow, you really made me sound. <laughs> Girl. Where did you find all this? Girl, research. <laughs> I need you to email me that. Research. Okay, I was like, I was in there like, let me get this, let me get this. Okay, she wrote that I was like, damn, I need to definitely um copy and paste that somewhere because I don't even have it all lined up like that. Yes, girl, I'm going to send it to you so then you have it. Just in case. Um, but I usually like to start the podcast and I go right in just to preference it, uh-huh. I used to like to go into the conversation asking, what is your deepest fear? My deepest fear would definitely be not living to my fullest potential in this world. Mm-hmm. Um, it scares me to think that I was put here for a purpose and I would die or something would happen before I'm able to um, live that fully. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And so... Do you feel like there are triggers that heighten your fears at times? And if so, what are those triggers and how do you not allow them to knock you off track? Absolutely. There are triggers because, I mean, every day I feel like I'm discovering new parts of my purpose and why I'm here. And every day I'm also experiencing failures and Mm -hmm. things that may make me feel like, 
is this really my purpose or question, you know, whatever, whatever um, progress I've made in, you know, discovering my purpose. So that's kind of to your point of what you read in that blog post earlier. It's because so many times when I experience something that is like counter to whatever I thought my purpose was, or if there's a roadblock or if there's like something, a hurdle, something in my way, I always have that thought like damn maybe I'm not going to be able to fulfill whatever I'm supposed to do because of x y and z right and that's scary and that's constant and that's every day so that's kind of where that entire post came from because it's like if I'm candid and transparent my fear is not going hard enough to truly achieve whatever I set out to do Mm. and in that that means you have to literally deal with every terrible thing that comes Mm. and get over it yeah so it's like twofold because it's like damn i need to be super tough and resilient all the time but i also i'm still a human and i'm tired and i'm unsure and i'm uncertain so it's kind of like how do you find that balance (laughs) (laughs) honestly today which is why i wanted to record today like i thought about canceling because today was one of those days where it was literally like I just wrote out, like, I'm over this shit. That was where Mm -hmm. I got to. Like, I'm just so tired. um, And I'm just so tired of all of the things that come in the way of, like, trying to do something good. And I think that's the part that's often missed when people, like, glamorize or glorify entrepreneurship or just, like, chasing your dreams. It's like, all that is beautiful, but you really have to have in your mind that you are going to be resilient enough to deal with all of the things that come with that. Because... I think the more you walk in your purpose, the more you're attacked Mm. because, you know, I don't want to get all spiritual, but I do feel like it is like a spiritual warfare of like God put you here for something and whatever your purpose is, it's going to bring goodness to this world. And obviously that's not what the devil wants, you know, so it's kind of like something else is feuding for um, for you and what you came to do. So. Today, the balance was literally I text my boyfriend and I I could show you in all caps. I was like at work literally crying like Mm -hmm. I was broke down and he was just texting me like, you're not a fighter. You're not a quitter. And I was responding to him like, I don't want to hear that right now. And that's the truth on the hard. Like when you want to give up, I know that people want to send you like positive quotes. And in that moment, I'm like, this is just not what I want to hear. I didn't know what I wanted to hear, but I didn't want to hear positivity. It was like I wanted to just sulk and be negative yeah. and like and sit him and wallow in my like you know misery and he just would not let me and then same thing I text my best friend and she said she basically it was like they were talking to each other she was like (laughs) you're not a quitter you're not a fighter like we will figure this out and I think having those people who know your heart Mm -hmm. um helps when you're having those dates, because they don't have my purpose, they don't have my vision, but they just know who I am and they know what I'm setting out to do. Right. And they try to keep me um, encouraged. Yeah, and I was going to say, talk about the importance of having a solid support system. Oh my God. That's literally, I don't think I give enough credit to the people who support me, but I am so grateful because support is not always like those messages of encouragement like obviously those are my go-to people like my mom my boyfriend michelle i'm going to them like without a second thought right but there are still people who just pour into me who just are like who just know me on instagram who just um 
walk past me and say something great. Like, I think it's so important to just surround yourself with good energy, mm-hmm. no matter if it's having to um, block people on Instagram, <laughs> if it's having to delete phone numbers, like whatever it is, I try to really protect the people that I let in close to me and make sure that everyone around me has good intentions. That doesn't mean that they're always going to tell me what I want to hear. Right. That doesn't mean that we're always going to get along, but it, it does mean that everything they say to me is coming from the best place. And I think that is was so key and so important to um, like being able to break through all these hurdles. Absolutely. You got to protect your peace at all costs mm-hmm. and your energy. My dad used to tell me, if you surround yourself with positive people, You'll get positive outcomes. And I used to be like, It's what? really the truest if you, thing. And he was like, if you sound people who ain't going, if you surround yourself with people who aren't going anywhere, who are not doing nothing, that's going to end up being you too. And it's I was just like, really true. I was so young and I was like, what do you mean? But that is so real. I didn't, honestly, like in my early 20s, I don't think I was as conscious of it. I was just like, you know, oh, this is my friend, whatever, whatever. But now, I think when I turned maybe like 27, I listened to The Secret. Or maybe mm. it was 26. Um... And it was all about, you know, whatever you think, you will to yourself. Whatever you speak, you will wow. to yourself. Whatever you let into your energy, whatever you let into your environment is what comes back to you. Whatever you give out is what comes back to you. Mm. And I swear that that really changed my life because I think of that even like, even if I find myself gossiping with my friends and stuff, um, you know, because I'm a human, but I will even still check myself. And my friends will check me now because it's like, girl, what are we doing? Like. And I think, again, it just goes back to whatever you put out is what you continue to get back. And I see that happening in my life. Um, So I try to live by that. Amen to that. Name kind of the top five people on your personal advisory board. The people, like you said, (laughs) who keep you in track and keep you in line. But these are the people who, like personal advisory boards, not like wink. It's less about company and more about like who are the personal people that you go to that are like those advisors to keep you. I have three. It's literally my mother, Michelle, and Zach. That's who I go to. They know things about me that I don't want anyone to know Mm -hmm. just because they've been there. Yeah. They've seen things I don't have to tell them. They've witnessed it firsthand and they are consistent. They have always, especially like, I mean, all three of them. Like, I can't even call one out more than the other. Like, I talk to all three of them every single day and all three of them, um, keep me accountable they all get on my nerves (laughs) and I love all of them so deeply it's like truly 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 I know that they will always give me the best advice from the best place Mm -hmm. even if I don't want to hear it yeah so so what motivates you on a day-to-day basis that's a good question today because I really feel a lack of motivation right now Mm -hmm. because it's really getting hard but I think my motivation definitely comes from my fear, which I mentioned, mm. which is like not reaching my full potential. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to really make change. So it's not that my goal is like, oh, I want to make money or I want to. It's I really want to see change um, in the things that I'm working towards in wellness and lifestyle and minority communities mm-hmm. I, and underserved communities, I should say. And I think that motivates me every day. I mean, I am constantly exposed to the people that I want to help. Yeah. So I'm never out of touch with what I'm trying to do. Yeah. They're my family. <laughs> They're my friends. Yeah. They are not some like, I'm not living some high up place and like, oh, I want to help those underserved people all the way down there. It's like, no, I know those people. They mm-hmm. are people that matter to me. 
and we need change and until it happens I will have a purpose to just keep going and when it happens my purpose will be to further it or better it so I feel like that's what motivates me to always do it yeah absolutely so how do you balance the nine to five while running your own business I just do it come on just do it I do it's because I mean someone I feel like this is a question that people ask me all the time and I also feel like people give me more credit than is deserved it's like people are doing way harder things there are single moms raising kids with no help with no resources with limited you know like that's hard seeing a mom like try to go to school try to better herself take care of her kids seeing a single dad seeing somebody try to figure out where they're gonna get their next meal from and they don't have resources that is hard right me going to work every day and then doing something that I chose to do is not hard it's me doing what I chose to do right um so for me I literally don't think about it I it all kind of works together it's like this is my fear. This is my purpose. This is what motivates me. They all go together. Mm. And I just do it. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> yeah. Gotta. Like, I don't like when people give so much credit for that. I'm like, this really shouldn't get that much credit. Then that will look. It's still a hustle. It right? is a, it hustle, is a hustle, hustle. And I don't want to diminish what anyone else is doing. But for me, I feel like I still have energy to do more. Like, I'm like, where, where else can I add on my plate? So I don't. You know, I don't have kids right now. I don't have any true responsibilities outside right. of myself. So it's like, why not be all that you can be? All that I can be with the time be, that you the, have on your hands. The, see what I'm saying? You feel me? Yes, like, I feel like that, girl. <laughs> this is the time to do it because right now it really is me worrying about me. Yeah. So I'd rather give my time to things that matter. Do you find yourself ever wanting to leave your nine to five to do spike span full time? That's the goal. Yeah, <laughs> that is the goal. That's like I was like, let me not speak for you. I I'm have sure so it. many things that I want to do with Spiked beyond just um, what it is right now. Um, so obviously, I would love to be able to quit my job and just really make this company what I know it can be. Mm-hmm. But I also have to be smart, and I also have to pay my bent, my bills, and my rent. Yeah. So. <laughs> Movement with a plan. Exactly. So okay. here we are, <laughs> doing it all. with a plan. When you're thinking about the vision that you have for Spike Spin and the vision that you have for your life, right? Mm-hmm. And we all know that money does play a part in it. Yes. Do you, it does. It's it important people, uh, particularly in New York. <laughs> exactly. Um, for me, I wanted to ask you how important is belief in yourself in your vision when it comes to working towards your goals of manifesting Spike Spin to be there full time? It's very important. I mean, I just had this realization the other day that like when I go places and people ask me what I do, I still say, oh, I work full time in digital strategy and I own a company called Spike Spin. And then I had to check myself because I was like, this is not me believing in my Mm. company. This is really showing Mm. an insecurity because in society, I've worked so hard. I went to college um, to get this title at this company. And I just had the realization that like, but that shit doesn't matter to me. Like, I'm realizing that more and more when I meet people and they're like, what do you do? I'm like. I own a company called Spike Spin, you know, and that that in itself, that little thing started to give me power and belief in like, 
Yeah. I'm transitioning out of being able to just depend on what I've known and what people have told me was right to truly believing in my dream and living it in a real way. Yeah. Speaking it into existence. Yeah. And and it's also to a branding point, even you saying like people always ask like, what do you do? What do you do? That's like the number one question in New York. I think number one it's question the number one York. question, but it's amazing when, like you said, when you change putting your company first versus the company that you, mm-hmm. the corporate nine to five mm-hmm. that we work for. I mean, I was even at a point like on like my Twitter page. I don't even, I didn't even have like USA Today there. I'm yeah. Like, mm. Yeah. I don't call them out. I just like now I realize like the thing that I can take from them is I am a strategist and I know how to do that for brands. Yeah. Which is great for me, but it doesn't have anything to do with who I am to them. So mm. I, it definitely helps me with my business and with my brand. Right. Um, so I just take that and, you know, I am the owner and founder of Spike Spin. Right. If you ask me who I am. And of course people are going to ask you what you do. Like it's New York. Right. It's Everybody. <laughs> I think it's just honestly just a comfortable question for people to find like where they can relate to you, but whatever. <laughs> right. It's like, who it are you? <laughs> Forget what do you do? Who are you? I know. As a person, I as know. a core, you know, that's the real questions. We right. So I asked some people, but, um, the next question I wanted to talk, ask you is like, what has, Starting Spike Spin, seeing it, you know, take take off the ground, like really flourish and elevate um, in front of you. What has that taught you about yourself? Um, it has taught me to be resilient. It's also taught me that if I care about something, I pursue it fully. Hello. Um, because there have been so many other brands and businesses that I've thought about before that I just mm-hmm. did not really give my energy to like it sounded cute on paper like oh I'm gonna start a blog oh I'm gonna start whatever and clothing line whatever and I never did it but with spiked there's like a fire inside of me that every single day makes me want to wake up and do something for the brand um and I think for me that has truly shown me what I'm capable of yeah it's shown me that you can knock me down 10 times but I will always stand back up Mm. 20 um and it's also shown me that what people perceive and what's real is not true. Mm. And I think I needed that because from the outside looking in, people think so many things about the brand, which is amazing. And I'm glad, but me living through it every day, I'm like, yo, this is not what it's cracked up to be. This is not what it seems. This Mm. is not always beautiful and flights to LA and flights to DC. It's a lot of things in between that make me say like, Oh my God, (laughs) <laughs> oh my god um so i think it's very it's just shown me like reality yeah in short it's shown me reality of like who i can be who i am right um and what i'm willing to do for things so who are you i am smart and independent and very strong-willed and very determined and i think um those adjectives just really sum up mm-hmm. my passion and like really who Brianna is at the core. It's like, I'm just a woman that's full of strength yeah. and passion. And I hope to exude that in my business and in everything. Absolutely. <laughs> well, I want to kind of shift gears a little bit and talk about happiness, um, family and love. And 
to call this my favorite section, guys. <laughs> so the other night we were at uh, the Founders Collective dinner, a private dinner, uh-huh. and you expressed that you were raised by um, a single mother. What has being raised by a strong woman taught you or what principles or things that you learn from your mom that you carry with you every day um okay well one i have to say i was raised by a single mother but my dad was there because if he listens to this he'll be like so what are you trying to oh, say oh no oh no <laughs> no <laughs> not you I'm not sorry. you <laughs> i just have to say that because i know him and he'll be like what are you trying to say Bree? um but i was raised by my mom Mo- you know my dad was in my life but i lived with my mother and i watched her do incredible things um, she had me when she was 20 years old mm-hmm. and she went back to college. She graduated when I was in like fourth, maybe fifth grade. And then she went and worked at a top five accounting firm. And now she's a CFO of a tech company. And yeah. I just think that <laughs> I know her trajectory was amazing. It was against all odds. It was, um, She's everything that she was not supposed to be. I'm everything that I was not supposed to be because statistically being born to young parents in the inner city, obviously I should be like on drugs, there's a college dropout, or like all the stupid things that they try to continuously push, that narrative that they push. Right. And it makes me so proud to wake up every day, look myself in the mirror, call her, she's lit, I'm lit, and just like insult all those standards like anything that you told me I was supposed to be everything that you told her she was supposed to be um we're better than that so I love um everything about my mom she's the smartest strongest I've seen her literally go through the hardest things in life that a woman can face and her resilience is probably what makes me so strong her independence is probably what makes me so independent Etc. 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 I literally have to credit all of my best traits to her because I saw it with my own. I saw it firsthand. Yeah. I, I don't know any other way to be. I know that's right. like I don't even know how to be weak if I wanted to. Cause I'm, she would look at me like, "Girl, that's not what I told you to be." <laughs> like, I know that's right. You're made in a. You know, she's a party. Yes. You came out yes. of womb, so you have all the great traits. All of her best traits are in me. All of it, and. So, Dad, we again and Dad, not my yours too. You got great traits too. My apologies. <laughs> you got good traits. No, too. he will say the same things about my mom. Like she, she deserves his credit. Yeah, she really does. Well, I want to talk about. I know earlier you touched upon Zach, and I know you're in a relationship. Um, yeah. How do you balance it all? Right. You always hear this thing about you know women. Can we do it all? Can we have it all? Like how do you balance career, love, entrepreneurship? I think you have to find somebody who understands what what it all, quote unquote, means to you. Mm. So for some women, having it all could just be being a mom. Like it could be just working. It could be and all those things are credible and all those things are real. Like that could be having it all for me right now. Having it all does look like having my business, having my job and having him um, and having kids eventually. So I think that. It works because I'm very candid. Like, who I am on this podcast is who I am when I'm with him. It's who I am with my friends. Like, I'm not a different person everywhere I go. Um, And that helps. Like, I literally talk to him like, yo, this is what I want. How can you help me achieve these things? Right. Um, And I think sometimes women are a little bit nervous or they sometimes um, don't know how to express those things to their spouse or to their mate, especially if you're meeting them a little bit later in life. Like, I... I acknowledge that dating Zach since I was 21, he's seen me evolve. 
He's yeah. seen me become this woman. Mm-hmm. If I met a man tomorrow, I don't know that um, I would be as expressive. You know what I mean? So I realize that there are like different ways of having these conversations to have it all, you yeah. know? Um, and but what you define as, as all. all. Exactly. Yeah. So he's seen that change and he's just been there like kind of like, this is what we do. We bend, we fold, we, you know what I mean? Like now I always tell him like, if I met somebody now, my lines would be so hard. Like you better have X, Y. Let me tell like, you. I, I know. Yeah, when I talk to my friends who are dating, I'm like, I don't blame you because I, like I bust my ass. So my level of expectations are so much higher. But with Zach, he's been with me. So he knows where my level of expectations are. I don't yeah. really, certain Things are just unspoken. Yeah. And that really helps in our relationship because he's like, I know she demands excellence. He demands excellence. He only wants to be with somebody that could bust their ass and work hard. I only want to be with somebody that could bust their ass and work hard. So it's like because we've seen each other work from working at literally, I worked at Hooters in college and he worked at Outback. Okay. Um. To right. now, my, industry, <laughs> my sister. Look, my sister used to work at Hooters. Yes. Day, so Listen, me, everyone at Hampton used to work at Hooters. Just stop. So. Just like I'm not ashamed. I lo- I was very cute in my shorts. Yeah. I mean, you had uh. in college. That's what a lot of me. My, you know. Yes. She, she was going to Temple, and I was like, I get it, girl. Girl, we had to do. We had to do. Mm-hmm. And we started there, and we saw each other literally when I used to have to be like, can I have twenty dollars? Can I, you know, like to now and. It's amazing to go on this journey with somebody who gets it. And I do think that women can have it all if they are willing to. Yeah. See, that's that part. That (laughs) willingness in my mind, when I hear willingness, I'm like, willing, does that mean like submitting? I think it goes, yeah, it goes. It's a lot to unpack with willingness. It goes back to. Is it meant for yes? Open, because women stuff. say like I want all this stuff. People say I want all this stuff. Yeah. It's not a woman thing. It's just like when people are like, I really want abs, but they really don't want to stop eating donuts. It's like, what are you willing to sacrifice for what you want? <laughs> that's that's real. That's what it comes down that to. That really is real, and it's like it's hard because we get this message that pushes out like, don't settle, don't settle. Like you can have everything you want. You know, you're listed out. But I do think that, and I don't think there's anything, I, I do agree with not selling. And at my age, I'm like, ooh, I'm pushing 30, Lord. Stop. But I'm also like, to your point where the expectations are higher at this point, I also think my tolerance level is like at an all time yes. low. Like, I have no <laughs> tolerance. So, like, because once you go through, in your 20s, once you go through all the things that you go through, the experiences, when you're talking to other people and just trying to grind out and climb the ladder of your career at the same time. It's like, look, if you're not bringing me peace, if you're not adding value, it's, it's a nap and a wrap. I, I think that there's a huge difference between settling and sacrificing. So when I hear settle, it sounds like I'm willing to take less Mm. in a person. Mm Mm-hmm. I'm not saying that. (laughs) Wait, be clear. I do not believe in settling. I do believe in sacrifice, though. So, for instance, if there's, like, you're a woman and, I mean, I hate to bring it to work, but, like, when it comes to career, if there's, like, a job, a role, if there's a role that's going to demand you to travel 98% of the time. Right. But you know you want to have a, be a mom. Right. You might have to sacrifice that position, unfortunately. Or you might have to sacrifice mother you know like there yeah. there will be a sacrifice but i think settling sounds like i'm just gonna take whatever comes my way that's true it doesn't sound like i'm gonna be strategic and what i'm willing to sacrifice i think okay that's that's what i'm saying sacrifice is strategic 
you think about what you can deal with and you move in that way. Settling just sounds like whatever comes my yeah, way is what I, at this point, whatever is, <laughs> whatever is clever. I just, <laughs> I just I'm going to just go ahead and work this job and be right. with this dude and, and just, just Live. Like, live yeah, like, like no, don't life. do that. Mm-hmm. I think if you are strategic, you can decide like where are the sacrifices, but sacrifices must be made. This is life. Yeah. I'm I'm not even gonna pretend like sacrifices have to be made, period. Yeah. Period. And what do you think and, and outside of the sacrifice? So I'm not going to ask you the sacrifices that you made in your relationship, but what do you... I make a million sacrifices. Are you kidding me? It's life. Like, (laughs) But I was going to ask, like, what about the foundation of your... What is it about the foundation of you and Zach's relationship that you feel like... And this is specific for you, not Uh other people. Everybody, different strokes. I know. Don't don't take this. This is my interpretation of life. Right, right. But... What is it? What do you feel like has helped you know continue on for such a long time, right? Uh, to to maintain the relationship that you, that you guys have. I mean, we're gonna cut off all the hesitation. I know. <laughs> sorry. Okay. Um, this is a hard question. I think what has kept us this long, honestly, is the. I hate to say these things because they are so cliche, but anybody who's in a relationship will tell you, it is that we are friends. Mm-hmm. He's my friend. He always has my best intentions, and we communicate very clearly. We just had an argument this morning about communication because I, when I want to argue, I'm very dramatic, and I say things like, oh, my God, you never. We always. And he's like, so you're quantifying. like, And he's a very. An incident. And yes. <laughs> I, it could be one incident that occurred yesterday. It's very isolated. It's you an isolated thing, but I say always. And he's like, so when you're referring to always, you're referring to yesterday morning. That happened one time. I'm like, exactly. <laughs> um, and <laughs> I think it's just important. When when that happened, I'm, he's like, okay, when I hear everything, this is what that means to me. So you're making me feel like I'm consistently not doing this, et cetera. And I'm like, oh, well, I was only talking about yesterday morning. Right. Um, so I think because we're friends, we can like, it, after we have a blow up, we literally always boil down to like, yeah. you my nigga at the end of the day. And I love you. I love you. Yeah. And he's going to and we're going to tell each other how to communicate to each other. Like, right. I feel like that's what when people say they communicate, but there's me and Zach literally speak two different languages. Me and men speak two different languages, because when I talk to my mom, I can be overly dramatic. When I talk to Michelle, when I talk to all my friends and they know exactly what I'm talking about. Like right. when I say never, they don't literally assume so never. Never. Like, girl, we get it. Right. <laughs> like, you know that never meant he got on my nerves today. You know right. what I mean? Whereas with God, but I told Zach, he's the only man that I argue with. I don't argue with a bunch of men. Right. So I need him to break down the conversation to me. Like, mm-hmm. what do you, what does this mean to you? Yeah. And I think that communication really, really, really helps us. So communication and friendship is what makes our relationship yeah. fun. Very important. And that's, like you said, it's cliche. Everybody's like, friends, friends. It's like, you can't force friendship. People. No. That's the thing. You gotta <laughs> like each like, other. Yeah, like, you really have to understand that. You have to like each if other. If this is the person you're gonna be with for the rest of your life, yeah. you really have to truly be like, I like and thin. Yes. You nice. cannot just love them. You have to like them. Like, if you were not my boy, if he wasn't my boyfriend, I would still want to hang out with him. If he wasn't my boyfriend, I would still be like, let's go to the movies. Like, he's that kind of guy. Yeah. So I feel like that's what makes, and the same for me, I'm sure, with him. Because it's mm-hmm. like, he talks to me about things, and I'm like, you really just think I'm your nigga? Like, sometimes yeah, I got to right, be like, right. I'm 
with your girlfriend. Like, cool down. But I think that that's what it keeps it fun for us. So, are you happy? I'm very happy. That's, um, that's good. You gotta look. I'm very happy. That's good. I yeah. see all the pearly whites over here. Okay. So I'm like, yeah. I'm, look, I'm happy that you're happy. I'm over here cheesing like, yeah. That's why I'm such an advocate for love. I be telling all my friends, like, let's go. Let's find some love. Like, there's so much love in this world. In the world. Now, New York. There's love here. There's love. Love, like sisterhood. No, there's love here. But this- <laughs> I'm not going to do this to you guys. There are a lot of good men here in New York. I'm, I support y'all. Yeah. <laughs> Just get out your houses, people. <laughs> Make dr- true efforts to really live your oh best life. God. And, like, meet the person you're supposed to meet. One thing I will say is, I was like, oh, I had to realize. <clears throat> from my end, I was like, I'm going to the same places and the same things. The same people. Like, it's supposed to be 12 million people or whatever in New York. You got to... Branch out, sis. Branch out. Branch out, sis. Go to that random hotel bar that's like... It's that's Rebecca or something. That, that's like, exactly what you should do. Dress up and look nice and just have a drink and just, or go with one of your homegirls. That that's just, exactly. You got to start switching it up. You have to switch it up. You have to go where you, you can't keep doing the same thing and think you're going to get a different result. That's insanity. That, that that's part. insanity. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> that's all I'm, when you ready though, some people don't be ready and I get it. When you ready, get back out. Switch there, it up. Baby. Switch it up. <laughs> There's a lot of black black love, but love in general in this world. So I think it's very important that you said friendship, communication are two important things to maintain a, a relationship. And so when you find yourself, and this is outside of, of love as far as like being in a relationship with Zach, when you find yourself working with people and connecting with people, what are some values or what are some things that you keep in mind when you're going into like building those connections and networks first energy come on before somebody opens their mouth um and this doesn't mean judging a book by its cover it's not that because i feel like people judge me incorrectly Mm. so it's not like oh what does her face look like? What does her hair look like? What do her shoes look like? I don't care about that. That's not what I mean. I mean energy. Like, do you have a light when you're talking to someone else? When you're just standing there being quiet, is there something sweet about you? Is there something organic? Is there something genuine? Mm-hmm. That's my very first thing. It's like we're going to connect from energy. Um, and sometimes that take a, takes a little bit longer. But at some point in my friendship with people, I'm looking for their energy. Like, yeah. even if it starts off and it's just like an awkward business meeting, if I realize, okay, I got to meet with you again and again and again, I'm trying to find that energy. Otherwise, I know it won't last long. Right. Because <laughs> um, I told you, I protect my space. So, like, after the third, fourth time and your energy is still making me feel suspicious, I'm sorry, sis, we're not meant to be together. Um, so... Energy is a huge thing for me. Also, genuineness. Mm-hmm. I want to make sure that whatever your interest is in me and my interest is in you is on a genuine level. So right. not only, like, what can I do for me? What can I do for you? Sometimes in business, that's necessary. So that is what it is. But if you're talking about, like, like with Daniqua and mm-hmm. creating cornrows and cocktails, yeah, I feel like Daniqua is a very genuine person, and I feel like her energy aligns with mine. Yeah. Um, there are so many women who I've met from Spiked, um, who I just feel that from, and I'm like, wow, this is, it feels good. Yeah. If that makes sense. Um, and obviously, hard workers, 
obviously people who are um, willing to go the extra mile to get where we need to go and just bomb bomb as women like it's it's not hard it's like everything that i want to be is what i want to see in the person that i'm next to just like your father said if she's somebody that's on her grind has some yeah. sense about her um has a goal has a vision come on sis let's be friends yeah. it's really that simple it's yeah. not like some magic thing but if i feel like you're just trying to be a hater or you're trying to be a debbie downer or you're trying to be negative you're trying to see the worst parts of people and the worst parts of situations mm-hmm. most likely we won't be cool right we don't need the, that bad juju i don't need that next to me mm-mm, mm-mm. <laughs> absolutely not absolutely not and i think that the the miss okay so what are like the common you said people read you wrong at times or they have like a misconception about you oh when they God. first meet you yes. what are those like common misconceptions that we need to dispel i think since i was born like since i was in third grade people have been like oh my god you're actually so nice and i'm like what what else would I be like? I and then when they meet me and really like are around me and they hear me curse and just talk and tell my story, they're like, "Wait a minute, you?" I'm like, "Yes," um, but I think that people automatically think I'm gonna be a bitch, mm. um, and they think that I'm gonna be. I don't really know. I never asked them what they thought because it's like I don't care. Because I don't care. <laughs> that might be that might be the energy they're getting. It's because when I walk into a room. I'm not walking into a room saying, like, I hope everyone here likes me. Right. I walk into a room like, I'm Brianna. Hello. Hello. Who are you? Right. (laughs) And that's it. I'm not walking in. I mean, maybe, no, never in my life. I don't walk in asking for looking, seeking acceptance. I walk in like, this is who I am. And it's confidence. And I think people can be intimidated too by confidence because everybody doesn't have that. Yeah. That could be it. Confidence to come in a room and have a presence. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I don't want to come into a room and be arrogant and come into a room and like, I'm here. Cause that's also not me. Like I probably won't even say anything, but when I do speak, I'm just, I'm just there. I'm just like, yeah. Hey, I'm Brianna. You know what I mean? And I, I do think to your point, me not having that need to like, hi, can you know, can we know each other? Like, I don't really want, no, I'm not ever going to do that. Mm-hmm. So it's probably just, that part of me is I'm originally from Queens. It could have something to do with that. Um, my parents are like that. Like, I don't know. I love people and I love to talk to people. As soon as they talk to me, I'm like, I can't stop talking. Why? why? Like, I love you. I don't know everything about you. Um, but yeah, it's, uh, I don't know. I don't ask. Don't ask because we don't care over here. <laughs> I don't care. So just in case y'all didn't know, these misconceptions are not true. Bree yeah. is very nice. Very, very nice. Yeah, and if you're not even willing to know, I probably shouldn't know you because that's a deeper issue. Like, you got an issue that you need to resolve before we get to know each other. So, And on that note. That's that. Okay, and that's that. <laughs> and on that note. <laughs> I want to leave <laughs> No, because that's real. I'm just, like, those are things that you're projecting onto me that have nothing to do projecting with me. your own fears. Those are your, your own, own insecurities, insecurities, your own issues, your own mm-hmm. thoughts. If I never said anything to you and you're saying, oh, and you're saying anything about me other than that's the founder of Spike Spin and we never had a conversation, I I don't know what I should do with you. You got to figure that out. You're nice, sis. That's basically what she's saying. Go have several seats. (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) So, (laughs) on an inspiration (laughs) On an 
inspirational though. And just but before we move on, because I just have to say this is like why we created Cornrows and Cocktails. That is the problem in our community. Yep. That is the problem when women say like women supporting women, black girl magic. Make that a real thing. Like if I see you in the street, you know I'm gonna speak to you. If I see, I'm not gonna act funny style sometimes and speak to you when I'm with certain people. Like we have to do better about really building and really letting go of our own issues that we project onto other people. Absolutely. And that's when we'll be stronger. That's literally, like, I have to touch on that. That's even what I preach at Spikes. It's like, your insecurities are your problem. And don't project that onto other people. Don't make me a bitch because you feel bitchy. Don't make me ugly because yeah. you feel ugly. Yeah. Check yourself when you start talking about the next woman and ask yourself, like, damn, what is wrong with me that I need to say something about her? Because you probably have the problem. Yeah. Yeah. Check yourself, sis. <laughs> <laughs> and then let's be friends after you get it together. And then come to cornrows and, <laughs> and cocktails part three. Cocktails part three, because you might need to hear that discussion. Because I said come to part three. You know, like we have real talk because it's a real thing. I don't want to just pretend like, oh, black girl magic. Y'all be lying. Let's not lie. Let's really love each other because there's so much to go around, and there really is so much magic. Yeah, Spiked has exposed me to so many amazing, like. Black women who, when I see them, I'm like, yo, you are fly. Like, you are fire. Mm -hmm. I love, like, being able to just big up these women who are just crushing it. Like, I love to talk to them and say, oh, my God. Doesn't mean you have three million followers. Doesn't mean you just, it just means you're living in your truth. Yeah. That's what I look for. Like, you are fully Nakia. Yeah. Thank you. I'm always going to rock with you because of that. Like, I don't need much more than you just saying, like, yo. I'm from Maryland. This is my accent. This is where I work. This is my, you know, like, I'm like, all right. This was, this is what I'm getting, and that's and that's it. There's no much more for me to do with it. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, we got to we gotta do better about that. Yeah, least. we got to love each other, but we also need to support each other. Support. And they'll be like, yeah. Yeah, not the, you not the, the, you know what I mean. Not the chuck the deuce and, and smirk. Mm -hmm. Say hello. Buy a candle. Ride a bike. Listen to a podcast. Subscribe. Follow. Come on. Retweet. I mean, let's really comment. Comment. Don't be looking and don't be. Let's really comment. be about be like, it. I see you, sis. You doing the damn thing. Keep pushing. Whatever it Whatever. is. Those those little things go a long, long way. Absolutely. Um, I wanted to kind of close close off the conversation and talk about three principles. Or what are three principles to living a spiked life? Easy. Insult the standards. Push the culture. Keep it thorough. Those are like, we have these six mantras. Um, and those are my favorite three. Mm. Six mantras that I look to for everything when we're working with brands, when we're collaborating, it's like I'm when I'm working with people, um, and those are my favorite three: push the culture, insult the standards, um, keep it thorough, keep it thorough. Because if you do those three things in everything in life, insult the standards. That means whatever they told you you could be. I said this earlier. Whatever yeah. they said about you, whatever they expect from you, ditch that and do something better. Yeah. <laughs> whatever that little goal that they set for you was, whatever that box that they put you in, break out of that. Yeah. Disrespect that. Insult that. Move on. 
push the culture because that is really important to me because we need it. Right. Every statistic and everything that is coming out right now is literally continuing to frame us in this negative light. Black men still perform lower than black women are having issues during pregnancy. Black health is failing. Like black education is every day. They're giving us another statistic that tells us that we are less than. So we got to push that. We got to continue to push forward, go past that, do more um, and keep it thorough. Is like, I mean, that goes without saying, you know what that means. Y'all better know what that means. <laughs> <laughs> Keep it thorough. Like, come on. Come on. Like, <laughs> I really hope, I'm looking at the mic like they're the listeners. Y'all better know what that means. <laughs> if not, there is Google. Okay. <laughs> those are my three gems that I feel like. I we, think those are great It gems. took us a long time. I'm even to like, insult the standard. Yes. Like, I need to have this written at my desk every day. Yeah. Like, just looking at it. Those three things, just looking at it every day and being like, young, you can't be mediocre. Yes. You can't. Like, And we gotta... chose that word because to insult something is so rude and disrespectful. Yeah, like... like, she insult Like, what? Like, yes, I have no respect for that. I'm insulting you in your yeah. face. That's what I want you to feel when you hear that. Like, insult the standards. Don't break the standards. Don't push the standards. No, insult them. Yeah. Disrespect them. Make them feel like you're... You know, yeah, like, like oh, you thought I was oh, just gonna thought, be here? On yeah, this level. oh, that was cute. Next no, level, yeah, See? absolutely, perfect. I got it. You when you said me. it, I was like, woo. And then you keep it. I felt that in my you chest. Keep it thorough. It's like what? That's a winning combination right there. Win, win, win. Okay, win. the gems from Rihanna. All right, y'all better be out here living y'all spike, spike y'all life out here. Exactly. If not, and y'all better go to a class. Just <laughs> <laughs> Just saying, if you're in New York City, yeah, or LA and if or- you and if you're scared to come to a class, like what's more helpful for me is me understanding what your fears are. Like, send me a DM, send me a message, send me a email, text me. I don't care. Just get in touch with me and say like, I'm not coming because of this. I'm uncertain of this because I realize that cycling and fitness in general it's a sacrifice and a commitment that a lot of people are just not willing to make yet Mm -hmm. and I'm always trying to get into their psyche to understand like what is it that stops you what is it that scares you what is it that you think it's going to be so the more insight and feedback you can give me the better I can do about building this company and making sure I'm actually pushing the culture yes amen yeah well I want to first say thank you so much for not canceling on me and joining, <laughs> and joining the podcast. Um, I really feel like it's a necessary conversation. I really wanted to make sure people heard your story. People know you. People know the person behind the brand, right? And then the other thing is just bringing that positive energy, bringing that light, inspiring the listeners to really know that they can do anything they put their mind to. And you're a living, you know, testimony to that, right? Everybody's journey is different. Everybody's story different, but... You know, whatever the case may be, we've all came through some trials and tribulations and we're still here. So you can do anything you put your mind to. Don't let your fears prevent you from fully living to your potential. Thank you for creating this. I'm so happy to be here. I'm so happy to support you in real life. Thank you. Um, And I'm so proud that you're living fearlessly. I try every day. Every day. There's some days, people, but, you know, you got to All of us. All of us. By claiming that, you got to live that, right? Exactly. So that's that's the thing. I usually like to um, close off the episode with a 
quote that relates to the fear that my guest um, has. But today I'm gonna switch it up because I'm gonna end off with a prayer because oh I feel God. like today was a, wow. it was it was a lot. So okay. it was very quick, sweet to the point. But dear Lord, when feelings of inferiority, insecurity, self doubt, and not living my full potential creep into my heart, help me to see myself the way you do. Amen. That was perfect. Amen. Amen, y'all. I hope you take that into the weekend. I hope you feel inspired. I hope you got the gems that you need to really go for it this weekend and just do it. You know, like you out here living it, but just do it. Live your best bike life. And with that, I'm wishing you nothing but love, light, and many of your blessings. It's your girl, Fearless Kia, and we out.